sisters i'm nelly and i'm steph you are right on cue and today <laughs> we're talking about anxiety dun, dun, dun. whenever i say anxiety i just want to i feel like it's very appropriate yeah i can see that yeah 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 um <laughs> i fucking hate anxiety <laughs> fun fact <laughs> Thinking about anxiety um, will provoke anxiety. <laughs> yeah. As I was prepping for this damn podcast, I'm thinking about having to talk about what possibly causes me anxiety, and I started sweating. Sweating. <laughs> and cute. In comes anxiety. <laughs> Seriously. I'm so over it. I don't want it anymore. Can someone take it from me? Like, you don't have to have it and take it for yourself. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I just... I'm, I'm over it. Um, I feel like you have functional anxiety. 90... So, you know what's funny? So, before this podcast, I was um, talking to Mr. Bush, who uh, has come onto the podcast before, and I did let him know he needs to come back, get your shit together. Seriously. We talked about that once. We'll talk about that off, off topic. Um, so I was talking to him and it was funny because I had brought up my therapist, what was he was saying to me um, yeah. about anxiety. And I live in a constant state of anxiety that's comfortable to me. <laughs> and <laughs> it's apparently very dysfunctional to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But he even agreed on a therapeutic level um, that if I was to lower my anxiety to I have a baseline, everyone has a baseline yeah. of anxiety, especially people who suffer from anxiety. Now, there's a difference. We're going to talk about that in a second. But people who suffer from anxiety disorder um, and have chronic anxiety, we have a baseline. And we have a constant state of anxiety that people just don't understand. Yep. And there are things that throw it off. Now, he agreed therapeutically. If I was to drop my anxiety base level, that I would just lose my shit. Because I don't know how to function without it yeah. in a non-anxiety <laughs> level. There, there have been some days where my anxiety was like really low or non-existent. I'm like, like, oh, this, this is, what is this? (laughs) Yeah. It just, it feels, and it's going to sound crazy for those who don't understand, but try to follow along with us. It feels weird. It feels like something is wrong. Like you, you have nothing to do. Like (laughs) your brain isn't running at the normal speed. And it's like, what's happening? (laughs) something bad's about to happen because I'm not that anxious. What the fuck? And you would think that that'd be a good thing. But no. And even my therapist agreed. Therapeutically. 
it is not a good idea for me personally. <laughs> I would like to drop mine a couple of a couple of notches. A couple of notches would be nice. I, well, here's the thing. So my baseline is like my normal, mm-hmm. right? It's where I don't even feel anxious. Oh, that's like nice. yeah, I have I have my moments of yeah, like, yeah. you know I over worry and whatever. But my base is a I don't feel my anxiety. But if I don't have that in the back of my mind running on the anxiety, then my brain is like, holy shit, you're not worried about this? The fucking world's gonna explode. You're doomed, (laughs) that's it. What is wrong with you? Bad things are going to happen. You're not paying attention. It's literally how my brain works. (laughs) Okay? Like, I've always been in a heightened sense of anxiety my entire life and yeah. that was based off of survival right right so my body and my brain is adjusted to normalizing a certain anxiety level that's far too high for many people um but perfect for me <laughs> and one of my friends was telling me that he's like i don't know how you drink coffee it gives me anxiety i was like it calms me down calms me down too and it's a known fact that caffeine for people with anxiety, ADHD, it has the opposite effect and it calms you down and slows you down. Yeah. Very weird. Very oh, weird. Oh, yeah, no. I have to at least a cup a day. Um, at least. Maybe we should touch on what anxiety is for people that may not know. I'm sure everyone has experienced anxiety. I'm sure. I was thinking about that, but right, no. There's a difference between being anxious and having anxiety. Okay. Everybody. See, I don't know. And anxious. What the difference is? Well, see, well, the the difference is not really like on how it makes you feel. Obviously, okay. there's different levels to anxiety, but everybody has gotten anxious. Anxiety is labeled and determined when it lasts for a longer period of time. Like being anxious about, you know, say you have a test or you have to go to court. You're anxious about that one specific thing. Anxiety is Is like a random spur. It happens, the wind blew different and you're like, holy shit, I'm about to die. (laughs) I'm joking. It can't be that extreme. I'm like, I have never. Like my anxiety is pretty be. bad, but I have never. It can be that extreme, but not always. I'm just joking, making light of a situation. But everybody has been anxious about something. Okay. But when it falls into the anxiety category, is when now I'm no professional. Damn yeah, it! We're not, just yeah, we're not. Anxiety, yeah. my entire flipping life. I'm speaking from my experience. Forty years experience. <laughs> Or what my wonderful therapist has told me, okay? So, um, anxiety falls into when it's prolonged periods and when you can't find a trigger point per se, um, or when it gets to be debilitating, right? So, like I said, a lot of people feel anxious. But that can usually be stopped or calmed with whatever the situation is that you're anxious about ends or resolves. Anxiety, even gotcha. if your situation that you're a- anxious about 
resolves, your anxiety is still going and you're still in an anxious mode. Yeah, that's definitely me. Yeah. So, <laughs> common signs. Let's, let's talk about some <coughs> common signs and symptoms of anxiety, okay? You guys are all about to self-diagnose yourselves on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Feeling... I know, right? <laughs> as, as, as I do it myself. There are online tests and things, but like, all right, for instance, feeling restless, wound up, on edge. Yep. Right? So, and we're talking about baseline in general. Don't think about a specific, I have a huge exam tomorrow. Yeah, this is me. Right. That's different. That is a specific situation just in general um being easily fatigued doing simple things and again it's a sign of depression as well but a lot of mental health issues interweave and there's uh let's see what we call it the symptoms Uh, words do not work today i'm letting you know that right now just like like if you've ever been on webmd so many symptoms can be like a stomach bug to you're dying. Right. You know? Yep. So. I'm always dying, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> welcome to my world. <laughs> Hypochondriac. Jesus. <laughs> I, I always have everything all of the time. Yep. Worst case scenario. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> um, having difficulty concentrating. Now, I find this one very interesting because, I mean, I always knew I had, like, depression and anxiety, right? But yeah. I didn't realize that anxiety caused so many issues with concentrating. So, yeah. like, if you're at work or you're at school and you can't concentrate and you find yourself doing other things, like, I got this project, I need to work on this right here. But, oh, look at this. And, oh, let me do this. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I have to do this. And people are like, oh, well, you got ADHD. Like, yep. you just know it's anxiety, yeah. too. Like, the hell? There's been so many times where I'm like, all right, I got to write out this report because I got this meeting in 15 minutes. But, oh, let me. Oh, you know what? I forgot I need to buy this. Hold on. Let me go shop for this. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Well, let me respond to this. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. What am I doing? refocus myself (laughs) like all the time okay um just saying so if you're like damn do i have adhd you might just have anxieties um being irritable i'm a very irritable person may not seem like it because i'm so loving (laughs) but uh a lot of things irritate the and if somebody my nose itchy if somebody makes me angry anything they do irritates me until i'm not angry with them anymore even them breathing irritates (laughs) why the fuck are you breathing so loud why are you breathing so loud Mm -hmm. can you just (laughs) can you just not it just it happens um headaches yep Muscle aches. Um, stomach aches. And then like unexplained pains. 
Now tell me that's not crazy and random. The way your mind starts misfiring all of your nervous system signals because yep. you're anxious. Your brain is like, what the fuck's happening here? Something's, Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Body's hurting. Yep. Oh my God. Send out, <laughs> send out the signals. <laughs> yep. It's literal misfires. Like when you talk to a doctor about anxiety, the way that they describe it, and I picture it, I picture my brain and all the little nerves coming down and going pew, pew, and just <laughs> out these little missiles, <laughs> like the fireballs through my nervous system. And I'm like, ow, bitch, stop it right now. I just wanted you guys, I'm a very visual person, so welcome to my world. Stephanie can't visualize this. I cannot. Did you, Steph, you I didn't, see the little I, orange fireballs? No, because I don't see anything. But I can imagine it. Like, I can, like, I can think it. But I don't see it. Like, I, I can describe it, but I don't see it. Who saw my little fireballs flashing through the nerves, glowing orange? The it's way a good, an, it's it a good analogy, though. It is, isn't it? It's great. It is. Love it. <laughs> um, difficulty controlling your thoughts of worry. Oh, who the fuck can control what they're worried about? You know what? Actually, there probably are people, and bless y'all souls, because when I'm worried, I just automatically go to worst-case scenario to prepare myself for the worst. And I talked about that with Mr. No, because I was like, you know, even my sister agrees that when I go to the hospital, everything that goes wrong can go wrong, and I usually don't come home, so it was very rare emergency room visit was only an hour right <laughs> so, i prepared i cleaned up my house i packed away my friend's daughter's birthday gift in case something went wrong and i couldn't be home to do it it was all ready for someone to come in and just handle it the way my brain works because worst case scenario was i wasn't coming home i had a blood infection and i was dying <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't anxious about it. I was very calm. <laughs> very calm. So I was just mostly along, cleaning up my stuff. Like, do, 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 all right, got this together. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me just put the gift in the bag. I didn't write the card. And I got anxious about not writing the card on my drive to said emergency room. I was like, damn it, I should have wrote on the card. But it's fine. Because I'm home. That was a great journey. I just took you guys off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, having sleeping problems. Like, difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep. Yep. So the my big two things. Two big things. Two big things. Yeah, there you go. The two ums. Yeah. Which one? Falling asleep and staying asleep. What it's I hard. It's hard. I have worked on it. I have got, it has gotten better. I've gotten uh, better sleep in the past couple of years than I have before. Um, it's one of the big things I've been working on because sleep is really important uh, for your health, both physical and mental. Um, yes, and I know I feel better when I sleep better. So I have been trying, but but some nights falling asleep and staying asleep. Plus, my bladder wakes me up, so that doesn't help. Yep. Hey, are you comfortable in there? Anyway, between one and go. four in the morning. It's like, hello. No, no, that bitch. 
I'd punch her. Yeah. I wanna. <laughs> Just stop wearing a diaper, girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> you need to stop drinking water past a certain point. Have it doesn't matter. That? I've tried that. I've tried I've tried stopping at, like right after dinner. As early as that. And still, doesn't matter. Damn, girl. Doesn't matter. That's crazy. We'll, we'll talk about your leaky, weak-ass bladder <laughs> on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I need some tips and tricks. That's <laughs> <laughs> too exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there are different triggers that trigger people's anxiety, right? Um, what do you find that helps you to ease your anxiety? Like if you feel it coming on, are there things that you do to either distract yourself or to ease it? Oh, I just, before just it, like, I usually try to distract myself. Um, I, I'm almost in a constant state of anxiety. It's very rare that I don't feel anxious about anything. Um, so it's, it's a constant thing for me. And then I'll have spikes where it gets like really bad. Sometimes, sometimes it'll be for a reason. Sometimes it'll be for absolutely no reason. And I'll be like, why? Why am I anxious? There's zero reason. Um, but yeah, it just... I'll distract myself with cleaning or crocheting or working out or, or something. Something. Cooking. Something. Sometimes it works. When I'm anxious, cleaning doesn't work for me. When I'm angry, cleaning works for me. Angry cleaning is the best oh. cleaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm most productive when I'm pissed the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> this place gets the cleanest when I'm angry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as far as, like, anxiety, like, it's music, um, playing games on my phone, going through TikToks. Um, but then sometimes, depending on what I land on, can either make me cry or piss me off. So that might not always be a great solution. Yeah, um, I tend to avoid social I, media when I'm anxious, because otherwise yeah. it triggers me more. <laughs> right. Since I started aerial yoga, that has helped me a lot. Um, yoga itself, meditation, uh, breathing techniques really work. Um, I am like, I stand behind the 555 method. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, because Steph be knowing all the things. The 555 method is you breathe in slowly for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, and then let it out for five seconds. It, you look very confused. No. Did you think it was something else? No, I knew it was that, but it was the, the Stephanie knowing everything. I'm like, I don't know everything. <laughs> I do. You know a lot of random ass shit that the normal average person doesn't, okay? Um, but <laughs> you're like looking at me like, I'm like, damn, am I wrong? No, Have you're not I wrong. Been doing this no, you're wrong my whole life? No, you're 100, your whole life. You're 100% right. <laughs> Um, but that's something quick that you can do that people won't even realize you're doing. Um, and it helps to really slow your thoughts down and focus on the breathing because you've got to do the counting and you got to, yeah. it really slows your heart rate down and helps to lower your blood pressure and really ground you back. Um, when I have like super high anxiety, sometimes I can't even hear the counting in my head. 
Um, so I have to do other grounding techniques like placing my hand over my heart and then one on my stomach and doing the breathing that way and feeling the rise and fall of something physical on my hands. Mm -hmm. um, so it's good to try different things. Um, but water always makes me feel better. The sound of water. Oh, I'm like falling. drinking water. That's not accurate. No, I'm like you're no, lying. That's not a thing. <laughs> that's not a thing. I'm like you are um, lying. <laughs> No, ma'am. Bodies of natural gotcha. water. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like listening to the flowing. water. Flowing. Got it. Yes, ma'am. You know, even just watching it, hearing it is the main thing. Um, rainfall always puts me in like a very, very like catatonic state. I'm like, <laughs> you sound so nice. Mmm, they're lovely. <laughs> Cuddle up, Ashley. Um, but yeah, it's funny because I've tried rain sounds to sleep, and yeah. it's just not the same. Uh, I don't. It's I, not the same because I'm like, my brain knows fake as fuck. Now if it's the rain outside my window, I'm like, that's so nice. They're funny. Weird. It could literally be a recording of a rainstorm. It well, it is, but I'm like, that's just a recording. It ain't real. There's something about the rain really being out there, like hitting the window and then looking out the window and seeing it. That is like. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw, um, it was on TikTok. There was an ad for, um, it's like a cloud rain humidifier and it's so cute. Is it the it's little mushroom cloud. thingy? No, something yeah. different. Well, yeah, but it's yeah, it's a little cloud mushroom thing, and it changes different colors, and the rain comes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's cute. I sent it to Mister No, and he killed my dreams. And I was like, well, damn, because I was like, ah, this is so cute. I think it would be great. Rainfall next to the bed. I can see it. I can hear it. And he was like, that's just dripping water. It's not rain. And I was like, ew, you Ooh. just ruined it for me. <laughs> Rude. You fucked it all up for me. I hate it. <laughs> now it's not gonna help me. Now I'm wearing hair is drip drip. Right, like a, a leaky fucking faucet, which aggravates the hell out of me, by the way. Causes leaky anxiety. Leaky faucet drips piss me off. I can't sleep, so now I'm like, damn, if I get that and it's like a leaky faucet, I'm gonna be hella mad. So trash trash um I think a lot of people are scared to talk about anxiety like they don't want to admit because it's looked at like a weakness or something oh I can't control it so it's like a mental health disease and but there's different levels to anxiety and not every anxiety needs to be treated by a professional. Like we all have anxiety. It's just sometimes it's constant for some. Yep. Sometimes there's a baseline where you don't even feel anxious, but you know you are mentally fucked in the anxiety <laughs> department. Um, and then there are people who only get anxious in certain situations, you know? Um, 
there's plenty of different types of anxiety, social anxiety, anxiety taking tests, um, anxiety going outside, anxiety driving a car, anxiety flying. Like, Are we just listing all of my anxieties? Like, what's going on? Oh, shit. <laughs> Literally just... Check, check, check. <laughs> well, damn. Cool. No wonder why you're an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> Anxiety with crowds. Yeah. All right. So Steph is like the definition of anxiety. Um. <laughs> yep. But honestly, like, the thing is, is when something makes you anxious, noting it down, realizing what makes you anxious, what about it specifically makes you anxious? Because that will help you to be able to control it. You know, like, you're never, I don't want to say you're never going to be able to end your anxiety because you definitely can. Um, but there's always going to be something that pops up that makes you anxious about something. So being able to have those tools to be able to be like, okay, this is what it is. What's the probability of this really being a problem? That's what my therapist told me because I was like, well, you know, like, for instance, when this guy gets sick, I'm like, well, you know, worst case scenario. And he's like, what's the probability of that happening? Has it happened? How often has it happened? Are we talking like one in a million here? Your brain is like, that's a very real possibility. But is it? <laughs> like, oh, damn. It's not. <laughs> but my brain ain't listening. Right. So, <laughs> but just asking yourself those questions while you're freaking out about something, you're like, oh shit, well, hold on. I think you're kind of right. I might be able to calm down just a little bit. Because I'll tell you right now, 99% of the things that I've been anxious about have not happened. But you want to know the fucked up thing? And what even my, my therapist agreed that if I, my brain is saying, well, if you weren't worrying about it and if you weren't preparing for it, that bad would have happened. God, I've said that to myself. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. <laughs> because what's the probability of that, Steph? Yeah, no, I know. I know. I like, Logically, I, I know. I've gone through it. I've gone all through it all in my head. I don't like you coming in this brain of mine and taking away the logic that it has how dare you the fuck it was perfectly fine without you interrupting its thought process sir even though you might have a point your point <laughs> might be very valid my brain is still saying if I didn't worry about it the worst case would have happened and he was like yeah no <laughs> It wouldn't have. You don't fucking know that, do you? Because I was thinking worst case scenario. So it didn't happen. Now, if I didn't think worst case scenario, would it have happened? I don't know. We're not going to find out now. Mm -hmm. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> he would literally look at me and be like, Nelly, <laughs> can we take a step back for a second, please? And I'm like, no. 
<laughs> I don't want your logic uh, and wisdom, sir. No. <clears throat> just gonna tell me how I'm wrong in a very nice way. No, thank you. But that's how anxiety works in my brain. It's fun. Honestly, like, I know a lot of friends who have anxiety. Um, and it's funny because they know, like, I've always struggled with anxiety. And I've gotten really good at managing it. And now, you know, when things happen, I'll have a little flare-up. But I can typically de-escalate. And, you know, before I used to have to take anxiety medication. And it was bad. Like, the panic attacks that would come out of nowhere, I would have, like crazy anxiety constantly like I was running I was so tired because my brain never stopped it was like mm -hmm. on like turbo yep. um, but I've done so much better like I haven't taken anxiety medicine in two years that's awesome I've been able to find things that calm me down naturally and I ain't talking about drugs here people just saying you know some people do lean on mother earth to control their anxieties and that's fine but i have found things <laughs> so yeah okay self-soothing okay yeah so everybody has their things that relaxes them and calms them down and centers them gotta find what yeah. works for you sometimes you need help with medication Sometimes you can find things on your own. And that's fine. That's fine. I don't want you to, like, like I said, I was on medication. Yeah. Uh, don't feel like going on medication means you're crazy. Mm -mm. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things, even temporarily, like someone goes through a traumatic experience, they might need some medication to help them calm down, to help them sleep. Like, once you get to that point of where your sleep and your daily life is interrupted, you gotta get that shit under control. And yeah. sometimes medication is literally the only way. People have suffered so much because they don't wanna talk about it, they don't wanna admit it, they don't wanna admit it to their friends, to their family, they don't wanna go ask for help and literally suffer through. And you don't need to. You don't need to. Absolutely not. Works for you. Yep. Find Thank some support you. groups that if you don't want to go the doctor route, if you don't think you need that, some support groups may be helpful. Just be careful. You know what? Sorry, what? <laughs> I'm always like, please be careful with your support groups. Um, because some of these people now, for me, when I've been in my anxiety situations and yeah. anxious about things, you get into these groups, like whether it be on social media or, you know, in the community. Mm -hmm. And depending on the type of person you are, you might be very impressionable and your anxiety might get heightened because someone else is going to impose their anxiety out loud mm -hmm. to everybody. You're going to be like, oh shit, I wasn't worried about that, but now I am. <laughs> I mean, that can happen with anybody talking about anything. <laughs> right. So. But you gotta get your anxiety to a level of yeah. where someone or, well, else's. Okay, not maybe not support groups, but support friends. How about that? Yeah. Support yeah. friends. 
that is that better for you? Like a little bit. A little bit? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm just honestly like, now that I've gone on this healing journey that I've gone on, I've seen the mistakes that I've made. Yeah. And I've leaned on some friends that have not uh, purposely right. manipulated the situation and not purposely made things worse. Um, but, you know, everyone tries to add a level of relatableness to a situation. So right. they start talking about things to relate and connect. Um, and then that can really induce more anxiety. Yeah. And that could also, even though it distracts you and then you start worrying about this person, but that takes you off of your healing path because now you're like, oh my God, well, I didn't know you were going through this. What's going on? Like, then it turns on to them and they didn't mean to do that, but now you're worrying about this person and their healing and not yourself. So I'm very leery on You need someone to lean on, Nelly. I do have people to lean on, Steffi. <laughs> but just know your people. Not all your well, people are there yeah, for well, you. Yeah, good I, for those things. That's that's true. Um, but also, like I'm, I am a firm believer on a therapist. I don't. I know a lot of people are against it. I, too, was once against it. Y'all would know. I know. I remember. All growing up, I was like, fuck them. They don't know shit. They don't know what I've been through. I was sick and tired of hearing the, oh, I know how you feel. Nope. No, you don't. No, you don't, <laughs> ma'am, sir, therapist. Did you go through exactly what? Don't tell me you know how I'm feeling. No. You have to find the right therapist. And it took me very long to <laughs> Finding the right therapist is, especially finding the right therapist that works for you, is hard. Because yes, there are a lot of therapists out there, and there are a lot of good ones, but there are just as many bad ones. Oh my, I shouldn't say just as many bad ones. That's there are. There, there. there <laughs> I've are come, a shitty ass yeah, fucking I've, therapist. I've come across a few. Um, Some bullshit ass therapists. Yeah. Excuse me, my my laptop is trying to tell me that I need to restart. No, you don't, bitch. No, you don't. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Rude. I clicked pick a time and it disappeared. So hope hopefully... It its own time. <laughs> hopefully you don't reboot all of a sudden. If I do, podcast is over. Just remember, it's all a bunch of BS. We'll see you next time. Stephanie <laughs> will do the outro by herself. Have a little anxiety there for her. Oh yep. shit! What do I say? <laughs> I don't have. I don't have that. Those notes in this notebook. So you're not allowed to break down. Okay, and reboot. That can't. That can't happen because I don't have those. I'm not prepared. Just go to another podcast and clip an ending and just put it into this one. I can do that. Yeah. That's literally what you should do. <laughs> Horrible. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't I don't know where it went or what it's doing. It got a mind of its own. So um <laughs> Yeah. That's great. 
I don't know what I was saying before that popped up. Talking about therapy and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're oh, There are shit-ass therapists. And I don't care. If one of them is over here watching, you feel offended, like, no, we ain't shit-ass therapists. You probably one of them. Just saying it. But anyone that gets offended, like, it's deeply true. offended, it's because it triggers you. And it's true. Something about it hits you, and you know it's true. Be mad. Be mad. Yeah. Because I, I don't get offended when I see people talking about these bum-ass baby mamas and crazy-ass baby mamas. Because I know I ain't one. I ain't getting mad. Huh? Why are you tricking? Because you ain't shit. Just saying. Let that sit on your soul. Hmm. I don't know how we got here from anxiety. I don't know. But Who knows? Anyway, there are some shitty-ass therapists. And um, one thing I will say is the therapist that I was working with more recent, he told me straight up, he was like, if it doesn't work for you, if you're not comfortable being 100% you and saying whatever you need to say, whether right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm not the one for you. And that's okay. And I love it here. <laughs> you made me feel comfortable. I can say whatever I want to say. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I literally have said, like, this fucking sucks. And he's like, you're right. It absolutely fucking sucks. You get it. Where other people are like, no, you know, you shouldn't think that way. The fuck you? Yes, I should. <laughs> because it does suck. Feeling like that does suck. And it's okay. It's okay to say that and acknowledge it. Um, but definitely, like, you got to find that person yep. who you feel comfortable with. It's okay to fire a therapist. Oh, I have. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find another one. I, I, I have. And even when I was looking for him, um, I had fired a therapist and a psychotherapist um, who was trying to give me different kinds of medications. And I was like, I don't want to do these medications. The fuck? I don't want something that's numbing me. I'm trying to feel what I'm feeling and process and heal it, change it. I don't want to numb the feeling. Like she had me on some, I was like, you know what? I'll try it. I'll try it. And I felt so numb. I didn't feel like I was processing anything and I yeah. hated it. I was like, I don't feel right. Like I'm not feeling shit. This, this isn't okay. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe somebody wants to be numb. But not me. I really wanted to, I wanted to be able to control my anxiety, control my depression, and be able to understand and how to process it. Yeah. You know? So that I wasn't dependent on just medication all the time. I wanted something that was temporary, but that wasn't going to alter my chemistry makeup. Right. If that makes sense. I get that. I totally get that. I tried meds before when I was uh, younger like in my teens and uh, early adult years. I, they didn't work for me. Some of the anxiety meds were okay. Um, they helped with like anxiety attacks and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like the depression meds and stuff, it didn't, I didn't like how I felt on them. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But, I mean, I only tried a couple. I could have not have found the one that worked for me. I know that it's a whole process. But the idea of trying to cycle through to try to find one just... I was like, no, I need to find skills where I can manage this on my own. 
you know what's funny? I'm honestly wondering because we're going going in so off topic, but hey, join the ride. Um, they don't ask what medications you're allergic to. And I always wonder, but what if there's a correlation between some ingredients in the medications that could, because I had a medication that did not sit right with me. I blacked out, don't remember, hmm. nothing. Um, so today at, you know, almost 40 years old of life, I was in the doctor's office and she's asking me what medications I'm allergic to. She never heard of one of them. And I was like, well, it's from like the 80s girl. I don't even know if you guys still make it. Right? <laughs> it, has, it has this on the list. She goes, that's weird. Let me just delete this. Because what I was saying did not go with the list, right? Yeah. And um, so she deleted it. And then she went in and she typed in the medication that I was allergic to. Now, mind you, the other one was like the psyllins and sulfur, right? Mm-hmm. So this medication came up a something in syphil something with a sulfur mixed into it. So I'm clearly allergic to sulfurs because my other medication was a sulfur that I was allergic to. So the sulfur in this antibiotic I was allergic to. Yep. And if some of the other medications have sulfurs in it that don't fit well with my body. Yada, yada. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. You Just would think that they would ask. They don't. It's been a long time since I've done, and, like, I don't remember them asking when I was younger either, but it's been, like, 20 years. They do not ask. When they are prescribing you mental medication, they don't ask what medications you're allergic to. That's crazy to me. Mm Mm-hmm. At least they didn't ask me. So maybe someone will comment and say, oh, no, they definitely asked me. Your doctor's just fucked because they might have been. Um, but no, I wasn't asked. That's crazy. That really, that really hurts my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna have to look into that. So. Um, anything else that helps you with anxiety? That you can think of? My notes, see if there's anything that I didn't mention. Oh, your notes. Oh, my notes. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I mentioned all my stuff. It's funny because for the when I was looking up stuff for the anxiety, though, it said to avoid things like caffeine. But mm-hmm. I can't live without my coffee, and I don't know if I would be a functional human being without it. And it's not even just but to honestly, wake me up. Right. <coughs> Honestly, I think that goes back to the anxiousness versus the anxiety disorder. Mm, okay, maybe, yeah. Because for people that have, like I said, anxiety or ADHD, and you're always at that heightened, yeah. the caffeine helps to level you up. That makes sense. And helps you to focus. But when you're anxious, your body and your adrenaline, because I, honestly, I, it would be interesting to know, I really don't know, like anxiety disorder is it your adrenaline pumping i don't think so i think the anxiety has the adrenaline pumping because it's in a moment i don't know because for anxiety disorder there's no way that you can have your adrenaline pumping that high constantly and not pass the fuck out so 
that's at least what my brain is telling me. I am no professional. Yeah, I have no that's idea. That's just my I have no idea how that works. There has to be a difference. I'll have to hit the Googles after this. Yeah, because I feel like when your adrenaline is going and you add caffeine on top of that and add the stimulant, you're already stimulated from mm. your adrenaline. So, yeah, caffeine's going to send you through the fucking roof. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting. I think we should do a study. Get I don't know how all that chemistry works. Anxious. Do a study. Give me coffee as a baseline. <laughs> Give me coffee as a baseline. Find some random person who's anxious about something. Go into a courtroom or the police station. Are you anxious? Drink this coffee. Need to see how you react. Yeah, no, I don't have time you know? for that. And I'm not wasting coffee on some stranger. Coffee's gonna coffee. run. Coffee's gonna run out eventually, and I'm gonna cry. <clears throat> but that's a whole other topic. Oh my god! Now you're giving me anxiety. <laughs> stock up on all the coffee. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Sorry. Like all coffee. Like even my espresso. Why do you say these things? I'm sorry. Like, how long are we talking? Am I going to die before then? No, we're probably going to see it. What? Yeah, we're probably... Bitch, where? Next 20 years or so. I'll probably be dead by then. The way my health is going. <laughs> Don't say okay. things like I'll that. I'll be alive. I'll be alive. I got at least a good 30, 40 years. Remind me to hit you the next time I see you. Whatever. Whatever. Um, but why? No, I don't. Okay, so I'm going to have to hoard <laughs> coffee. Like, you're going to come here. Don't start now. Like, don't start now, though, because the coffee's going to go bad. Coffee can't go bad. Of course it can go bad. Some fragonetical bullshit. I'm just going to have to learn to grow our own coffee beans, although I don't know if we can, really. I don't know if we can even do it in the house. I don't you know, know what? You know what? You just ruined my whole night. I'm done talking to you about anxieties. You've given me anxiety and depression all in one. All in one. <laughs> Did I stress you out too? Can we add that in? Trifecta? Yeah. Trifecta. Yeah, like I'm ready to go Google, like, why is coffee stopping and disappearing? <laughs> why would you do that? It's That's crazy. It's climate change, sorry. Like, Who knows? Maybe oh we can turn things around. You never know. Maybe maybe coffee will be the uniting force. And everybody will be like, no, we can't live without our coffee. And they'll change. They'll change their I ways. Mean, what is Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks going to do? The world runs on donkeys. No, we don't. It will just be donkeys brown water. Oh, wait, it already water. is brown water. It seriously is. <laughs> Did I just say that? It's, I said it. Fight me. <laughs> it tastes like hot dog water. It's nasty. Like when I, if I get donkeys, I have to get a latte because it's just espresso. Like their coffee. I only get it in case of emergency. Mm -hmm. Like if it's an absolute emergency. Lattes. I get the lattes and that's it. I will never get an iced coffee. And people are like, oh, try the cold brew. Darker water. 
No, thank you. No. I'd rather no. get my coffee at Cumberland Farms. It's actually better. It is. Legit. It's better and cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. It's so much cheaper. We're Go to Cumberland Farms, people. Great New England saying fuck donkeys. And it's funny because, like, everyone thinks that everybody over here, all we drink is donkeys. Like, no. Not all of us. No. No, thank you. I like real, real good coffee, strong coffee. Like, I make my coffee at home coffee and espresso mix or Mary Lou's love me some Mary Lou's Mr. No likes to say that that's just like sugar it, it is and sweet shit whatever it, it is anyway I'm done talking about coffee I'm done talking about anxiety I don't even I'm know, done yeah. talking about it all we went okay. way off topic <laughs> what else is new okay if we just made you guys anxious, blame Steph because this was her fault. I'm sorry. I'll have you over for a cup of coffee before it's gone. Jab the knife and twist Dig. it. Dig and twist. Damn. Well, guys, if you never had anxiety and you love coffee, welcome to the world of anxiety. <laughs> Glad you're here. Sorry, it came on so abruptly. That's what anxiety does. So, if you're feeling anxious, definitely, like we said, you know, reach out to someone. Someone who you know can handle it. Try it out. If it makes it worse, cut it out. Find a method that helps you calm down, whether it be breathing, art, something that makes you happy that you can distract your brain and focus on something else. Like, for me, that's key. Um, but if you need to seek professional help, do it. 100%. There's no shame in it. Don't suffer. Um, it can be managed. Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> but I hope you guys don't have a lot of anxiety. Because that isn't nice. So, with that said, love yourself, stay calm, lessen your anxiety, and until next time, just remember it's all a bunch of BS. Bye! Bye. I, I dislike you. I love you. Get out of, get out of my face. I love you. Do the Google. To the Google. Do you not trust me? I want to know what the fuck's happening. Oh, okay. Will, will coffee go extinct? Is that a thing? Extinct? Can coffee go extinct? <laughs> Pops right up. Will coffee go extinct? By 2050. It will kill off two main coffee variants we drink daily and jeopardizing 60% of the planet's 124 wild coffee plants. Half of the land needed for coffee production could disappear by 2050. Well, it's all hypotheticals because they're guessing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. If that does happen, the coffee price is going to become astronomical. I'm, I mean, 
to buy coffee, it's gonna ha I'm gonna have to put a down payment on the house. So. The decline was primarily the result of increasing annual temperatures coffee produced in countries like Brazil, Vietnam, Indonesia, Colombia. Also, cashews are going to decline widely, too. Well, does coffee go bad? How long is coffee <laughs> Coffee... of ground coffee if unopened they last five months it doesn't last long I can't yeah. you, you, you went no. out because I'm having anxiety <laughs> Can you freeze coffee and have it last longer? It messes with the flavor and stuff. Does it? Like co ground coffee, Stephanie, not- like Yeah, the moisture, the, the moisture messes with it. But if you don't open it, Google it. Google it. I don't I don't think it I don't think it's a good idea, but you can Google it and find out. See what Google says. Vacuum seals will make it last for two years. Huh. So by twenty forty eight we need to start freezing coffee. Okay got my deep freezer yeah you're gonna have to get another one just for coffee. just for coffee <laughs> it's gonna last us yeah. for at least another 20 years yeah after that yeah. maybe, maybe more 20 to 30 listen I don't go by like expiration dates okay two years it will last longer than that get out of here deep freeze will be fine yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'd be billionaires when we're 60 years old. It's true. By selling coffee on the black market. You need that grounds? Just go out with a trench coat. Out. You want some of those beans? Like <laughs> Just saying.